banyana banyana them winning afcon i remember i was i was um in birmingham at the commonwealth games and them winning that gave other people within team south africa at the commonwealth games permission to dream big yeah i i definitely think that the more you see something the more you can relate to it is from a village yeah. in Limpopo. I'm giving other women, mm-hmm. other little girls the yes. Yeah. Like I've I've yes. given Yes. Yeah. Don't hold back. Say it loud. So much has changed since we first uh you know published our first podcast. I've become a mom. Um Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't get me started. <laughs> We have won international awards. And now we're launching our season 2 tonight. So thank you so much for joining us. For you that are joining us for the first time, this is a platform that we created um for young people to come and speak about issues that affect them. Because we usually say, you know, you can talk about anything, you have the platform, but the question is do you necessarily have that platform? And like before, like like any other episode, we have an amazing guest. We started talking earlier on and said, no, 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 stop. Because these are the gems that I want when you're still speaking during our interview. Um, she is a broadcaster. She is an entrepreneur. She is a communication specialist. And I think you're like South Africa's number one sports fan, you know. Please, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Maputi Thako. Uh it is an absolute honor to be here today. Um I'm usually the person on the other side like in the background hiding <laughs> so to to have the literal camera in front of me is quite a thing. <laughs> Although yeah. I do do a bit of broadcasting now and again but yeah. <laughs> you you're already doing well for the fact that you're still sitting here. It's okay. Now listen, I've been following you and you have a quite a fast moving career. I just want to start like what are you doing what are you up to um you know at the moment so i have a consultancy uh which is a one man show uh by man i mean woman me um and it's called maputi thaku uh, media so i am currently um consulting for um organizations such as world rugby mm-hmm. um i work a lot with um saskok who are the um body uh in the south african sport um i work with uh brands um that i can't mention <laughs> um okay. i yeah so i i'm a big sports fan so i work with um yeah across cricket rugby uh do track Gosh. and field uh yeah i've probably done plenty of uh sporting codes within uh, my very short 11 year career yeah. yeah we're going to unpack some of those things but before we continue it's a tradition I ask each guest to bring a snack that we can share in studio. Um let me just actually be very transparent. So there was a chef that we had hosted a couple of episodes ago and you know most as a chef you think to yourself that's going to be a delicacy. You know they bringing the bought fries. It was quite a disappointment. I must admit there was a special story behind the fries but there were still fries from a chef. Yeah. Now I without going into much detail about why you brought the snack Tell everyone who's joining us what did you bring? 
I brought two snacks because I'm extra. <laughs> um, and the extraness is the Doritos hot flaming, uh, I don't even know the name, the red ones. It's the red Doritos that I absolutely love. They are hot. Um, they're a little bit like, like me, feisty, you know. Um, but you can't just eat them alone, you know. Okay. You have to share them with people. And I share them with my two nieces. They okay. know that, you know, this is the go-to snack. That as soon as it's auntie, open. Yeah, as soon as it's open, it's, it's, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's finished. Um, and then this is a very special um, drink for me personally because it's, it's my dad's favorite drink. Um, and he's the main reason that I'm in sports today. Um, mm. He is the person that um, sat me down and said, that's soccer and that's Ronaldinho and he's one of the best in the world. And I was like, tell me more. Mm. Um, and my dad also used to drive me in his work uh, van, actually, uh, me and um, many other children, and took us to athletic tracks. Um, when we had meets, uh, my dad would, oh. yeah, he would drop us off and pick us up um, afterwards. So, yeah, he's the main reason that I'm in the industry. When I went to university, he was the one that mm. thought it was crazy for me to go and study sports management. But he was like, I believe in you and I know that what you, whatever you put your mind to, you achieve. So, sure, I'll drop you off at University of Pretoria. And, yeah, he's, he's been kind of the, yeah. the main inspiration and the main supporter, him mm. and my mother. Um, yeah, so this is, <laughs> it's a fermented green tea infusion drink. Um, I don't know why he loves it, uh, but he does. Um, but I actually discovered the mango flavor over the weekend. So I was like, I'm in love. And yeah, this is my go-to. Fermented green green tea infusion. So it's, it's very healthy, which is great. Um, yeah, so it's got a, a, quite an interesting taste. It's not... I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be great. Yeah, so that's, that's my reason behind the snacks. Okay, so we are going to taste the snack later on. But let's get into, you know, your career. You mentioned um, rugby um, just a short while ago. Talking about rugby. So our boys just won their fourth championship. Um, great. I know what I was doing at that final whistle. I was running around the house thanking Jesus. Um, at one point, even my husband was like, what are you doing in the kitchen thanking Jesus for? Um, what, do, what was going through your mind at that final whistle? Um, I actually, probably 12 minutes before the final whistle, um, I was sitting, I was actually at a, an event in, in Cape Town doing the uh, World Rugby uh, WXV. It's a mm -hmm. women's um, 15s tournament. The um, yeah, we had six countries come come through and play rugby, tier two rugby. Uh, it's growing the women's sport, which is fabulous. Yeah. Um, kudos to World Rugby for that. Mm -hmm. So I was um, with SA Rugby staff, actually, um, in one room because, I mean, if they win, then some of them are getting bonuses. So everybody was <laughs> kind of, you know, hoping that that happens. And I actually said... We're going to win this game by one point. And everybody just looked at me like, that's wild. Gosh. That's not going to happen for a third time in a row. I said, this is going to happen. And then it happened. And I was, I lost my voice. I never lose my of, voice. Of course. Yeah, I lost my voice. We celebrated like it was kind of a family affair because it, it was quite personal yeah. to so many of the people there because they work for uh, SA Rugby. So them winning, I mean, some of them were already planning the trophy tour. So mm. um, it was quite close to them and it was amazing to actually see what it meant 
to different people in different ways. We also had our world rugby colleagues who are Irish. Yeah. Um, some of them are from England. So they walked the journey with us and it was quite amazing to see it through their eyes. Uh, Can I tell you something? I, I mean, you were speaking um, earlier on, you're from Limbombo, right? Um, I'm from the Eastern Cape in, in, in Kabeja. And I don't generally watch rugby, you know. I'm not a sports person. Um, but, there's some- <laughs> <laughs> but there's something about watching that tournament that I had chills. Um, in your opinion and where you come from, from your experience in the sports industry, what just made that win so sweet and, and just what South Africa needed? Yeah. So I actually was able to go to um, the first week of the Rugby World Cup. I was in France. Mm. Um, I was in Paris for the week. And it was actually just being there. And um, I remember when I went to, to the Louvre, I wore my Springbok shirt and everyone around me, everybody just wanted to greet me and say hello because we are the current world champions. So it meant a lot yeah. to so many people, not just in South Africa. Mm. Um, and just being there yeah. and, and, and being a part of the, the, the Rugby World Cup spirit mm. and then coming back home to see South Africans just, it being so, it, it was tangible yeah. for them. Like it was, it, it, and it's, it's mainly obviously about giving hope, but it was, it was actually like they, people can take it and make it their own. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like that in the 2019 Rugby World Cup um, because people knew of rugby mm. um, and especially the black community, they knew of rugby, mm. um, um, but it wasn't really a personal thing for them. Yeah. I think 2023 was different. It yeah. was more personal to every single person that, so they could make it their own. Yeah. And for me, I was just so proud um, I have a few of, of, of the guys on the team that are personal friends of mine. Yeah. So it was really amazing to actually just walk that journey with them. Um, one of the, the, the players' wives is my best friend. Mm. So it's, it, was, it was amazing to actually just, even though I wasn't there, to just be like, so what's happening? What, you know, what's, how's the vibe? You know? So it's, yeah, it was amazing. Really, yeah. really it was, yeah. You know, just generally talking um, about sport, I'm, I'm quite also very excited about how, in my opinion, we've been able to develop not only, you know, uh, sports that are dedicated to men, but also how women have level, has, has risen, right? We're talking about Manana Banyana that did very well in the African World Championships. We're talking about the recent um, ladies that uh, a hockey team yeah. that qualified. We're talking about, you know, we hosted the, the Netball Cup. Mm. Just take, talk me through some of the milestones that you have personally witnessed, particularly when it comes to women's sports in South Africa. So, and where are we heading? Yeah, so I was in 2021. I was in, um, in Tokyo with, the, with Team South Africa. I was press attache, which is media manager mm-hmm. uh, for Team South Africa. It was my very first one. And yeah, it's, it, it was incredible. There were no fans allowed, unfortunately, um, at the, the games, but it was so special. Mm-hmm. And when Tatiana Schoonmaker broke the world record, mm-hmm. she got out of that pool and literally gave me a hug in that wet suit. So... Mm-hmm. I've seen it firsthand, yeah. how incredible it was. I was also at when Bianca Betenda, who was a surfer, out of mm. nowhere, she literally won the silver medal for South Africa. I was there. I saw what it meant to her. Mm. Um, like, just the tears in her eyes. Like, those two ladies carried South Africa at the Olympic Games. Those were the only two, yeah. well, three medals with Tatiana also winning silver. So those were the only medals that... Team South Africa brought home. Mm. That on its own deserves a hand of applause. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. So, mm. so I'm blessed enough to have experienced 
women winning and winning at the world's biggest stages. Yeah. Banyana Banyana as well. Yeah. Um, them winning AFCON, I remember I was, I was in Birmingham at the Commonwealth Games and again, them winning that gave other people within Team South Africa at the Commonwealth Games mm-hmm. permission to dream big. Yeah. And that is very important, especially when we're women and we're coming from a kind of in the background. Yep. You know, we, you know, we, don't, we do things quietly yeah. or we're, we're, we're told to do things quietly. Um, and then you see just this force coming up and commanding respect, which yep. is what Banyana Banyana have done. And for them to actually reach the knockout stages of a FIFA mm. World Cup speaks volumes. Yeah. And it shows that we are going somewhere as yeah. women but it's amazing to see the backing of men yep. in the women-focused industry yeah. um, and in the women's game. Uh, and I've seen it. Um, how... I saw Sia um, singing Amakwicho at the netball championships. Exactly, exactly, exactly yeah. that. Like Sia Kolisi, who's the captain of the rugby team, mm-hmm. going and supporting women. That's what we need. That's yeah. that what needs to, to keep going. I've had men in my industry cheer me on and actually put me on yeah. and, and just say, based on what I can do or yeah. what I've been blessed enough with, them seeing it. Because, unfortunately, we still get women-on-women hate. Yeah. And, it's, and I can understand it because mm. there isn't a lot of us. And, and once you're at the top, you want to stay there, mm. and I, I am doing everything in, in my power and in my little influence that I have mm. to make sure that other women are coming up with me. I was know? actually going to ask that. I just saw Patience walking in, um, a guest from our last season. Hey, Patience. Um, and, and I remember our episode, she uses sports. Um, you know, to inspire other young um, girls in a community. And I wanted to ask, what needs to unlock whether it's in our policies, I don't know what needs to unlock to make sure that the likes of patients and, and so many that are coming from a community get to sit like this and talk to me about some of the journey that they traveled and becoming successful in that field because that's what they essentially want. 100%. So I definitely think that the more you see something, mm. the more you can relate to it. Okay. So I, like that. I really believe that if you give women exposure... Yeah. I mean, we watch tennis because of mm-hmm. people like Serena Williams, yeah. right? And it happened in Australia as well, where mm. the most people that went to the FIFA World Cup, Women's <laughs> World Cup, were families. Why? Yeah. Because they could, see, they could see the sport and they were like, okay, now that we're seeing it on television, we can support it, mm. right? So I think that exposure is actually the biggest thing. Yeah. It's, it's the biggest... It's, it's so important that we see exposure through media, which I'm a communications specialist. Mm-hmm. My work is literally to give women and men and um, everyone that I work with exposure. Yeah. I give brands exposure. So I, I really believe that that's the biggest nugget. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, public relations and communications, when it comes to brand building, is like number last. Yeah on the list yep. and we keep having to fight with no budgets mm-hmm. really we keep having I always say that public relations is literally selling your soul mm-hmm. for coverage because that's what we do you know we don't get a media budget yep. that's not that's not public relations that's not communications that's mm-hmm. that's literally media buying you yeah. know so if we can give women more exposure I'm telling you many more people will be inspired 
And what I think what I'm taking from it is also the importance of representation, um, especially at, the, at those levels. You know, when the Banyana Banyana team also came back, I thought it was long overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that, you know, they're going to be paid what's due to them. Yeah. I didn't even think that needed further discussion. They played at that level and they, they achieved remarkable, you know, um, results. They should be paid what is due to them. And I think that will be a good starting point for me personally, not to relate to, uh, in terms of, you know, the gender and anything like that. They're sportsmen and women, and they need to be paid what is due to them. I think that's what the, how the industry needs to change over time. Yeah, yeah okay. 100%. I'm going to break for a short while on the questions. I want to play a little game with you. We call it the rapid fire questions. Ooh. Don't think about it too much. 10 seconds or less. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite snack? Cheat snack. Favorite cheese? Cheat snack. Favorite cheat, cheat snack. snack? Doritos. Okay. You're attending a red carpet event, but your partner can't make it. Which other South African athlete would you invite to be a plus one? Akane Simbini. Okay. Ultimate South African role model. Ultimate South African role model. Hmm. My mother. Mm. Um, if you can represent South Africa at a sporting event, who would you choose instead? Is there any other country that you will represent? Ooh. <laughs> I am extremely proudly South African. Like, it's actually quite crazy how extremely South okay. African I am. Um, Germany, of course. <laughs> Good long. answer. Good answer. Okay. Run the Comrades Marathon. Hmm. I'll spend three hours in Joburg traffic. <laughs> Joburg traffic is Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. My husband is... Oh, I'm just going to be one of those girls now that you re- usually phrase my husband. By the way, is at the back. Um, he okay. is a triathlete. He does, like, swim, cycle, and the other stuff. And I usually say, you can just do comrades. Like, no, see, no, it's a totally different uh, sport. You can't even compare. Um, I won't relate because, like, I don't do any. Uh, <laughs> as we were talking about your, your sports journey, um, I also want to ask you, where to from now? Um, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? So, actually, I was having a conversation with Alma um, Smith, who is used to be at Jacaranda FM, actually. Um, and uh, I was having a conversation with her probably like at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, and I said to her, how are you coping with the weather in the UK? Because one of the reasons that I haven't moved abroad ever is because of the weather. And I love South African weather. Love it so much. But I think, um, and I believe that there's a place for me mm-hmm. on the global stage. Yep. Um, and I'm ready to step into it. Amazing. So it's not a five-year or ten-year plan anymore. Um, it's kind of now. In Let's the go. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. And it's not necessarily moving to another country. Mm. It's having a footprint mm. globally. And yeah, I think it's 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 kind of harvest season for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, as I said, my 11-year career, I've kind of had to. I started from the bottom, literally. Um, there's <laughs> nothing in, in the marketing and, and, and sponsorship industry that I haven't asked to do, yeah. you know, like, you know, or, or done that I think I'm, yeah, You're I think that's where, that's where we're going. Yeah. Uh, that's where we're going. That's where the mindset is. Yeah, let's, let's run these global events. 
And what do you think it, it, it is about that next level that will basically elevate your, your, your career? What is it about that level, that step that you need to take to be in the global um, stage will definitely take your career to the next level? So I think that the kind of people and mm-hmm. environments that I've been in mm-hmm. is kind of, I think it, the universe is waiting for me to step into that. Mm-hmm. Um, Going to the Olympic Games for me, which was in 2021, yeah. I had never been overseas before. Wow. So my first yeah. overseas trip was to Tokyo, Japan. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what on earth is happening? Right. Um, I've always dreamt really big. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm one of those people that... I want to see what's next. But there's something about that trip that unlocked so much for you, isn't it? It gave me permission. Yeah. That very trip gave me permission to call myself Mm -hmm. a global citizen. Yes. It did. I remember, I mean, I didn't even, I couldn't, I didn't know what happened on the other side of of when they check your passport. My passport was, I had it since 2015. Mm. I had it since 2015 because I was ready. I was ready for the moment to happen. And that moment happened in 2021. And after it happened, I was like, this needs to be stamped twice a month, you know, three times. Yes. (laughs) Until they say there's no space. Do you get what I mean? For for them to actually be like, ma'am, you need to go make another one. (laughs) You know? Yes. I... When, when that, again, I, I, I think it's very important for, yeah. for when somebody who looks like me yes. um, does something, yeah. it, it allows the next person who looks exactly like yeah. me um, to say, hey, I, I can that. do that. Yeah. You know, and I've got, as I said, I've got two nieces who are my, they're my cheerleaders. Yeah. And it's so amazing. I mean, my, my niece, <laughs> my, my, the youngest one is, is eight years old and Whenever I post something, she will send me a voice note saying, oh, looking so beautiful. And that's because she's confident, you know. And, and, and once you have a confident woman, yeah. uh, woman you, ladies, you can, you can back me up on this. You are incredibly unstoppable. So, yes. so, so with that, I know that I know that me, who is from a village yeah. in Limpopo, I'm giving other women, mm. other little girls... The yes, yeah. Like I've, I've yes. given them, yeah. I've given them the yes yeah. to be like. I, I mean, so many of them have never been on an airplane. Yeah. So many of them have never been outside of Limpopo, but they know somebody who has. Yes. And that alone hmm. can set somebody free. Listen. I usually say when I speak to people, um, you know, about different um, parts of my story, I say to them, may you find parts of yourself in my story. Yeah. And speaking to you tonight, I find parts of myself in your story. Um, That's why you going into that world stage is so important for the likes of me because I get to see myself in your story. Okay. So go soar, go out there. The world is waiting. We can't. Like we, 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 we need it. Yeah. We need it. Um, not only for us, for our community, for our country. We see where these hope stories, what they get to do, what kind of hope they get to give us. So, Baba, go soar. The world is waiting. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. So I'm going to end off my questions there before I start getting emotional. Before then, before we end off the show, though, or the episode rather, 
Let's taste the the, the hot Doritos. Yes. I'm particularly interesting also in the fermented green tea because I have a very interesting story with the green tea. If you've been following me for quite some time on social media, you would know. I'm going to start with the green tea. Yeah. Okay. Be careful when opening it. Yeah. It I've already, I opened it fermented. earlier on. You're going to have some also. Hey. Yes. I love it. I mean, I had it this afternoon um, while driving up from, from Polukwane. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought, if anybody else wants, I've got a six pack in the car. <laughs> Okay, cheers. cheers. <laughs> ah, it's very nice. It is nice. It is nice. I, 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 had, I had second thoughts there. No, I was like, it is nice, yeah. No, let me have another sip. <laughs> okay, no, it's very nice. I'm going to have one piece of the Doritos. Are they quite hot? No, they're, they're great. You think so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, they're not bad. Mm. bad yeah. They're very cheesy. Thank you so much once again, uh, Maputi, and um, I can't wait uh, to reference when I see you on TV. I interviewed her. I interviewed her. Go and check my, my, my episode on Don't Hold Back. Um, but yeah, we wish you all the best, and, and thank you so much for joining us um, today.